Welcome to the Breakfast Leadership Show, where we interview global thought leaders on business, leadership, and life. Here's your host, keynote speaker, best-selling author, and chief burnout officer of the Breakfast Leadership Network, Michael Levitt. Welcome back. I've got Patrick Grimes on the line. Patrick, how are you? I'm great. I'm excited to be here after a great run and an espresso and taking care of my newborn all morning long. <laughs> there you go. So you've got the energy for this. That's good. And I always, mm-hmm. always love when we have engaging and energetic conversations. So why don't you share a little bit about you and the work you do, and then we'll dive into the conversation. Sure. So my name is Patrick Grimes. I'm the CEO and founder of Invest on Main Street. Uh, we provide passive investments in real estate and diversified energy funds to busy professionals that want to get out of the rat race sooner and live a happier retirement. That's really important, especially for you know, the population that, you know, we've got a huge chunk of people that are approaching retirement age. And then you've got the people that are, you know, really young. And we always tell them, start investing, start investing. You know, the, the sooner you start, the better you'll be. But, you know, there's so many different options and on that. But the, you know, the, the types of investments that, that you guide people on, I, I think is, is definitely unique. Uh, so let's, let's dive in a little bit on that. So uh, of, all the things you like enjoying and doing in, in the investment work that you do, you know, which one I think jumps out at you is, you know, something that you really enjoy. Well, so it's the, well, I honestly, it's the race relational part of it. Um, I came from a high tech background, machine design, automation, robotics, got a master's in engineering and business. And I really like diving in and solving problems and building machines that hadn't been built before. And, uh, but that obviously wasn't going to provide me the, financial future. It's a, a volatile, high-tech you know, space. And there's no passive income. It's <laughs> work until I die and hope a 401k or IRA will get me there. What I love now is really there's the three steps to it. Uh, one step is you know, once I scaled into investments and started a company, uh, I now get to talk to investors on a daily basis. Uh, I was just, even my own employees, I spent an hour yesterday right in the middle of the day just coaching one of my own employees on how to invest in different kinds of investments and just you know really pouring out uh, so that they don't do what I did early on uh, and dump it all into things that guarantee you work until you die and are inflation affected. So I love that giving back to people, learn about their goals and trying to get them pointed in the right direction. That's step one. Step two is I love working with people like you <laughs> because it's there's such a great network of people out there that are are giving in their way. Uh, strong leaders and partners that I get to work with. And I like that we make a positive impact uh, on, for example, uh, the step three is our resident. We put in every deck that we make it cleaner, safer, and improved living experience for our residents. And we have large two to 300 apartment communities. We have 500 million worth of those in 26 in Southeastern states in Texas. And each community has a dozen buildings, right? So, there's, there's whole communities of people and we buy these properties that are distressed and we make it a cleaner, healthier, and improved living experience for them. Uh, and so I love that, that give back, um, that ability. And on the diversified energy side, we provide the ability to get into a greener portfolio, a way for you to do it a more regulated and a little more safer way and to help increase our national security here um, through the diversified energy funds. 
And so I like that, that idea of being that socially responsible on all three of those levels. It's great work that you do. And, you know, let's dive in a little bit on the real estate side of things. And, you know, we talked a bit in the pre-show about, you know, the cost, you know, currently, you know, at the time of this recording, you know, in inflation, interest rates are all over the map. Uh, affordability uh, for homes for people uh, is getting further and further out of reach. So the work that you're doing on that, and you just mentioned it, you know, going in and buying up these distressed properties and and turning them around and making them a place where people can you know, really enjoy living in, which if you, and I know this, and I think a lot of people have gone through these things, when you live in a nice place, that creates a foundation for you to be able to do other things in life. You feel better. It's a place where you feel comfortable because when you feel comfortable at home, that means you're getting your rest. You enjoy living there. It's a good experience for you, which means you can start thriving in other areas of your life, which we all benefit as a society when people are thriving. A hundred percent. Yeah. And, and it's so clear to me because we're the guys that get a call if it's an apartment building because the owner's struggling, he's distressed, he wants to sell it off market quickly. Um, man, we were living in Hawaii during COVID and I was constantly red-eyeing out to these properties and uh, walking them and there were pest issues, mold issues, just major safety issues. The, the gates didn't work, the security systems weren't their crime had moved in. Uh, large amounts of people stopped paying. Um, there was foundation problems, leaking problems, uh, and they shut down the amenities. Uh, wash, half the washer dryers didn't work. That kind of stuff where the owners just neglected. And it, it really frustrates me, but those people lost their buildings. We got the opportunity to come in and improve it and make a better life. Uh, on the other side, that's on the, the multifamily side. And, and we were just talking about that I'm launching a new fund, which is very appropriate for this season. It's not on large apartment communities, um, which we do stand those up, those investment opportunities still. We have one on our website now, but this is a different approach. This is looking forward into this year and saying, look, you know what? There's a lot, we're headed into a recession. People just came out of COVID. Uh, they're, they're not getting into the job market as quick. Uh, and there's a lot of delinquencies. People need more affordable housing. They need more affordable options. And as it is with many booms, affordable housing tends to take a hit, right? People keep kind of looking for the highest rents, and so they convert out of affordable housing. And so what we want to do is the reverse. We're in markets right now where we have lists of not criminals, uh, but hardworking people that need affordable housing that are sitting there in line, raising their hands, saying, look, can I get into a government subsidized place with you? And, and so we're buying uh, swaths of three bedroom, two bath homes. We're improving them and we're taking our, 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 our residents whom we've vetted and made sure that, that they're the right kind of residents and we're putting them in those homes. And that provides them with a more affordable way to survive essentially. Now, it also provides us as investors, government subsidized rents. So at a time when rents are faltering, and delinquency is high, we have the government to back that. So that provides some hedging against rents. What does that also do? Well, three bedroom, two bath, they tend to be the strongest appreciating asset. So that controls the most likelihood that they'll rebound and stay solid through a recession. Also, because of that, we can get great debt. We can get 30-year mortgages on these assets. 
What does that mean? That means we can fix our interest rate for 30 years. Well, at a time when interest rates are rising and they're volatile, that provides us some hedge against interest rates. So what does that mean? Well, we've got <clears throat> great low, low interest, long-term fixed debt. We've got an appreciating asset and we've got a uh, hedge against faltering uh, rents and delinquencies. That means we can pump out over 12% a year and, and also provide the tax advantages along with that while making a positive impact on the communities. It's perfect. And in a year when our investors can't find cash flow because interest rates are rising and then the multifamily deals and many other areas in real estate, it's really hard to cash flow right now. So that's what we're doing on the real estate front. <laughs> and it's really exciting. We're getting a lot of interest in it. Uh, I highly recommend it. And not only can you just get disbursements of your payments monthly, but you can also participate in a reinvestment option, which allows for you to rapidly grow uh, your wealth by just redistributing. And then one day when you retire, start cash flowing. It's a beautiful thing that you're doing and it's addressing a huge challenge. And I think that's one of the things where people that are looking for opportunities to invest in, I, I probably should have said this at the beginning, this this episode is for investment information, not investment advice. You know, work with your own uh, investment professionals, but this is a really good work that your team is doing. It's really, really important because again, housing is such a huge necessity. We we need it. It's one of those basics that we need to have. And those three-bedroom situations uh, in apartment buildings, depending on where you live, you don't see that many of them. You know, some Places do have them, but most tend to be one or two bedroom. That third bedroom is a is a special thing. So people need to go into homes, and not being able to afford them uh, really creates an issue. And then the fact that your organization is going into these properties, you know, obviously doing the same thing you've done with the the condos and the apartment buildings, turning them around, making them really nice, that improves the neighborhood. What does that do to the neighborhood? That brings up the amenities, that brings up uh, investment and other neighbors going, okay, wow, they, they actually did a good job with their garden. Okay, let me clean mine up. Next thing you know, you've got a beautiful neighborhood. Yeah. The value of the homes appreciate. Um, and we know that that's going to continue. Um, and you know, yes, there's down markets, but you know, come on, we're not going to be able to buy a house for $5,000. I, I, I don't anticipate that being uh, an option for a, a three bed, two bed. Bath, you know, full basement, all that kind of good stuff. I think those days are long beyond us because you know the cost of things are going up. But yeah, it, it, again, it, and even with the twelve percent uh, situation too. You know, last year, you know, a lot of people that were invested in the stock market, and I'm not even going to go into cryptocurrency, but in the stock market, you know, it wasn't the best of years, and and a lot of people are looking, going, mm, that hurt a bit. And we've known that you know, there's a lot of people that are really interested in, in learning, investing, and getting into it. And I, I think the real estate play is definitely one that is going to do well because unless I'm completely wrong, I don't think housing and homes are going to go away. I, I think it's going to be something that's going to be around for a while. So mm -hmm. it's definitely one of those sectors that's uh, really important to look at. And again, you know, understanding the economics of what's going on right now, you know, this fund is uh critically important and appropriately timed from, from my observation. I, you, you said it better than I could. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, it, you know, the apartment buildings are always a solid option, workforce housing. Uh, we can still find those great deals. We're finding some distressed assets now. 
but leaning into uh, what is needed most, and, and that's the affordable housing into pater- potential recession and stagflation during times. Uh, that's a great service to both um, the Americans that are the hardworking people that make this co- government move forward, as well as our investors. Um, so, uh, and, but real estate is not the only answer. So we also do diversified energy funds, which makes us a little bit unique as well. Um, but, uh, but I agree with you on everything you said. Yeah. Diversification is something that we're always taught that we should do. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. So, uh, yeah, why don't you share a bit about, you know, the diversified energy, because energy obviously is uh, front and center on, on the minds of a lot of people, especially in, in recent you know, weeks, there's been some energy challenges that people have faced. Uh, so I'd love to hear your thoughts on, on that and some of the work you're doing around there. Sure. Yeah. So energy is on one of those super cycles that they have. So it's actually an appreciating space where you see and prices are high, where prices are faltering in real estate, cash is going down in real estate, and the stock market's down. Uh, energy is certainly one of those places you can invest and start to appreciate. The, <clears throat> and the specific uh, diversified energy fund a lot that we're doing is there's really no other one like it. And you know, most investments, if you're stay going to invest in natural gas and oil uh, drilling, they just put you in like one well. And every other operator I know of does that. And it's really risky because they're out drilling somewhere and People are trying to get rich quick. And so the industry has pretty much a bad reputation um, because of that. And so this is kind of a reset, reinvention, reapproach of that. And that is to say, well, let's not just do one well because things can go wrong. You know, it's like that's like building one unit of an apartment building and that's it. And, you know, but, but if you have 100 units and there's a flood or there's a fire, well, you're fine, right? Because it washes out in the economics, you know. So if you do dozens of wells on on plots which have known known produce known producing wells nearby, and so you have reserves below it, and you're just kind of farming, right? You're just kind of it's kind of like what we did when we when we build a building. There's buildings all around it, cash flowing. It's a much safer bet, right? So we're doing that, but we're doing it at scale. We're doing dozens of wells across multiple leases. Leases being not intangible assets, it just means you control the, the, the reserves below. And we're splitting it half natural gas and half oil, which allows us some product mix, allows us to pivot between the two based on markets. And uh, we give you a piece of the reserves. We give you a piece of the lease in the fund. And we're the only operator doing that. So uh, that allows for you to have an appreciating asset as well as cash flowing um, and an exit. So it's interesting thing is it actually appears on its surface to be very similar to our multifamily deals where you invest, you get significant tax advantages, you cash flow monthly, you get a return of capital in year two and three is what we're projecting and then an exit in three to five. And we're working to do 1031 exchanges in a similar way that we do in real estate. Uh, and to your point earlier, it's because we're investing alongside of the government into essential needs, right? This is housing, food, and energy. The government needs us to house, feed, and energize America. It just so happens that not only is energy an appreciating asset right now, and we can talk about, you were hinting at the, the global political uh, moves that caused that to be the case. We can dig into that. But it also is far more tax advantage in real estate. And people don't realize that. Like when you invest in our multifamily deals, uh, we get incred- you don't pay taxes on the, the cash on cash returns because we'll pass through depreciation. 
uh, which allows you to offset those monthly passive income. So you're pretty much just collecting the, the mailbox money and not paying taxes on it when we distribute it. But we also pass through year one losses that are really high, but most people can't use them um, because uh, they, they have to just carry it forward. The interesting thing about energy is that on 100,000 investment, for example, uh, we'll pass through 75% of a $75,000 loss, but the IRS calls it intangible drilling costs and they give you special treatment, which means it can be used off normal, ordinary income to offset your W-2 income, not just passive income like in real estate. But for most of our investors that are hardworking professionals and out there making high owning a company, K-1s, 1099s, W-2s. For most of them, you invest 100,000. That's the government basically will give you 30,000 back at tax time or not tax you on 30 grants. That's pretty incredible. Now you're all in at like 70. And then you're still collecting monthly passive income that's tax deferred, right? And, you're, and then you're doing an exit. Uh, we're projecting a triple equity multiple like we did on the first fund. Um, and so the tax advantage is astronomical. And the diversification play, because we don't use debt, is incredible. It's not going to rise and fall with real estate. It's not going to rise and fall with the stock market. It's a place for you to hang your hat somewhere where it's appreciating and not be all in in one thing, right? And more essential needs. Call it investing like the wealthy. That's, that's what I call it. Yeah, it's definitely an investment in infrastructure, which we know in, in certain parts of the country has been... I don't want to say neglected, but maybe not as important an issue as it should have been. But now, you know, it's it's come time to where you know we're realizing this is important, and uh, the partnership of of government and and private investors and, and organizations. I, I I love seeing that because it's a collaborative effort, and when you combine, you can do a lot of great things. And you know the you know the tax incentives alone, you know, are, are something for a lot of people to really take a look at because you know it's especially like you know, the example you said. You know, you get you know hundred thousand in, you get thirty thousand basically off from from the tax situation is a significant deal, and it's a, a big reduction. And when you know, you're trying to minimize your taxes, especially as you get into higher brackets, uh, any anything like this that can help you obviously you know earn a return is important but to, to save money as well on your tax situation is even better so you know definitely great options so uh, one of the last questions I want to ask you before before we wrap up because I know we've talked about it, and some people you know may not know okay what's you know we say passive investing and then there's active investing you know what's what's the difference between those two because some people you know may not understand what that mm -hmm. what that means so you know could you shed some light on that a little bit more for the people listening yeah, sure. And so um, if you're like me, like I was, like I, I had a high income earning job. I was the expert in custom machine design, automation, robotics, and did work for like Lockheed and Tesla and all kinds of stuff. I mean, it was insane. And I was so good at what I did and making money. And uh, I, I was like, you know, I can go be active and I can become an expert somewhere else and do that in my investment portfolio. Well, the first deal I got into, I lost everything. And then I started doing it lower risk and it started taking over my life, taking over time away from my family, friends, and hobbies. I tell the story in my book and 
if you go to Forbes, Patrick Grimes, uh, multifamily versus single or 1031 exchange, I've got a ton of articles about the trials and tribulations of being an active investor. When you're not the expert, when you're an expert at making high cash flow income producing jobs and the cost that can have to your personal life. It turns out that there are, which your, your employers are not going to tell you about because they want to keep you in your 401k. They want to keep you in your IRA. And if you've got a financial planner, they're also not going to tell you about because they sell the same kinds of products that are in your 401k and IRA. Um, there are completely alternative investments like real estate and diversified energy funds through syndications. That's what we do. We pool investors' capital together so you can participate with us in new investments purely passively. Uh, where we're the expert, we have decades of experience, relationships, we find better investments than you could. We do all the due diligence, we execute on those, and we provide monthly passive income and appreciation that's protected from interest rates, inflation has, and all these great things that the stock market isn't, that the products that your retirement accounts aren't. And you're purely passive, you're limited in risk and liability, uh, and we can have, and, and they're completely diversified outside of the same metrics and fundamentals that will cause your retirement accounts to swing up and down. Um, and so it is passive, like how your 401k and IRA is, but you've got to make an election to choose to invest. Um, you can do that with cash. You can do that by self-directing. You can take some of your IRA and 401k funds and put it into a self-directed account and then point that and invest that into some of these alternative deals with us, both in energy and in real estate. People don't really realize that. I've wrote, written articles on Forbes. Um, but you can, you can maintain time with your family, friends, and hobbies. I couldn't even get married, and I tell the story of my book, until I stopped doing single family buy, renovate, and flip because I was moonlighting my investment portfolio and slaving away with my master's engineering and, and MBA you know, in a high-tech job. It wasn't until I started partnering up and trading up the larger and better assets and better locations with, with partners uh, that I was able to actually scale and enjoy my life at the same time. You know, it's, um, I'm happy for you and the newborn and, and all of that and all this amazing work because obviously it's, it, it's doing well for you and all of your investors, but more importantly, it's, it's improving the lifestyles and homes and uh, opportunities for so many fellow Americans. And that's just a great thing. So I've loved this conversation. You talk to you for probably hours about all of this because there's so, we just scratched the surface on some things, but uh, where can people find out more about you, your book that you had mentioned and anything else you'd like to share? Yeah. So one of the things I love about what I do is I get to talk to people. So feel free to drop me an email, Patrick at invest on main and then street.com Patrick at invest on main If you go to invest on main you can go to slash contact and set up a meeting with me. I'd be happy to chat with you wherever you're at, get you pointed in the right direction. Um, we also have a, I have a book. I'm happy to give away to your listeners. Uh, we have a secret page for that investonmainstreet.com slash book. Real simple. <laughs> investonmainstreet.com slash book. And this book is, it was an Amazon number one bestseller. I had such a good time writing this. Uh, it's called Persistence, Pivots, and Game Changers 
turning challenges and opportunities. And you've got Phil Collins, lead guitarist at Def Leppard, Russell Gray, real estate guys. You got NFL, NBA players, coaches, entrepreneurs. There's a handful of us and there's me on the cover. That's right. I have hair there. If you're looking at the video, I did have hair. <laughs> when I, um, but it did make an Amazon number one bestseller. Brian Tracy did the cover. You go to investonmainstreet.com slash book. And in the promo code, make sure to put the, what's the promo code that we're going to be using? Let's use the promo code breakfast. Breakfast. Okay. We're using promo code breakfast. That made my team. Investonmainstreet.com slash book, promo code breakfast. And if you do that, we'll ship you for free a hard copy of this and I'll sign it. Um, I really do believe in the uh, stories in here and lots of really amazing stories about persistence and pivots. And I was able to find my way out of the grind and I'm, I'm happy to contribute on your journey to do so as well. That's awesome. I'll definitely have all that information in the show notes. So Patrick, thank you for being you and for doing this amazing work. Uh, it's benefiting society and that's what's so important. Each of us can do something and we make the world better when we collectively gather together to do some great things. So thank you again for being on the show. Really appreciate it. Michael, so happy I could be here. Thanks for listening to The Breakfast Leadership Show, part of The Breakfast Leadership Network. Visit breakfastleadership.com for tips on empowering your business and your life.